United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. Glad that we're joined now by Carla Freeman, a senior expert for the China program at the United States Institute of Peace. She specializes in China's foreign policy, China, and non-traditional security issues, and also U.S.-China relations. She joins us now. Carla Freeman, welcome. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Uh, great to join you. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for doing so. Listen, we are a year after now, of course, the um, uh, Global Security Initiative with China. Remind our audience, what exactly is that? Well, we're all still trying to figure it out, actually. But uh, it was announced, as you said, about a year ago uh, by Xi Jinping at the Boao Forum, uh, which is the sort of Asia's version of the uh, World Economic Forum. It's a vision for a new security order that China is pushing that would uh, replace the current U.S.-led uh, approach to global security. And it's also a framework uh, for China's own uh, policy initiatives and in the area of security. Uh, so it's also a sort of campaign that China's engaged in now to uh, push a, a new approach to security. Uh, it's been very critical of uh, the current security order. There's something about that. It's called the six commitments. Um, and the GSI apparently rests on these principles that Beijing is labeling as such. What these include security concepts that G has long promoted, including comprehensive security, common security, indivisible security. Obviously, the operative word here would be security. What are these six commitments? Do they have some impact on our own relations with China? Well, they're, they're a very different uh, vision of security than the, than the uh, concept that the U.S. and, and, uh, and, the, and the West uh, and indeed uh, the world has had for uh, many decades because they, are, uh, they really have their, uh, kind of Chinese characteristics. Uh, comprehensive security, for example, is an idea that Xi Jinping has really pushed since he has been in, uh, in power for about the past decade. Uh, really uh, linking internal and external security. Common security, uh, you it means aligning uh, security programs across countries, uh, the way that they uh, you, you, you uh, approach law, le your legal system and so on. And then interestingly, indivisible security, that was really a concept used uh, during the period of detente between the West and the Soviet Union that has been uh, appropriated by, uh, by Putin, interestingly, to uh, justify his aggression uh, against Ukraine. Uh, China uses that term uh, to uh, mean that uh, in a region, regional context in particular, uh, that, uh, that the security of, of a state, any state in a region is inseparable from the security of other states. In any case, these are really unique, uh, very distinctive uh, concepts of security that China proposes would replace the need for uh, the kinds of hub and spoke alliance relationships that the United States has rested uh, global security on uh, and uh, would, uh, would eliminate the security dilemma because in theory, everybody would be working uh, commonly to address their, their own their security needs. And therefore there wouldn't be the kind of uh, what China calls the block politics, the competition among uh, countries. The challenge is that this is an is uh, this global security uh, initiative is put forward by China as an alternative to the current order 
And thus it sets up a kind of, it, it, it acts to uh, make in, uh, reinforce the competition uh, between the U.S. and China. Is there buy-in? I mean, is the GSI gaining traction with other countries in terms of that positioning? Because I, I know that, of course, the GSI campaign has begun to intensify its attacks on the U.S. and the established U.S.-led global security order. Is there disruption on the horizon? Are people aligning more and more on this philosophy? Well, it's, there's a, there, it's just beginning. Uh, China reports that dozens of countries have signed on to the Global Security Initiative, uh, but it's not clear how much actual buy-in countries have. But I think there is, uh, there is a sense among, uh, the, especially in the developing world, that the current uh, international security order isn't working as well. And so China's picked this moment to push this, this uh, new initiative because, first of all, many countries in the world are dealing, uh, we're, we're not happy with uh, the, uh, the, the global response to, to COVID. Uh, and after that, uh, the uh, war in Ukraine has, uh, has uh, imposed some uh, complications for many countries, not least uh, had impacts on food security, whole, a whole array of issues for the developing world. So there's a sense that the in, in among countries, eight, almost 85% of the world's population lives in the developing world, that uh, the current security order isn't working all that well for them. So there, there could, this could get traction. Uh, I think the danger is no, none of these countries really wants to have to choose between the U.S. and China. And the danger is that this will become, again, a, a it will reinforce this competition between the U.S. and China. And uh, that uh, is something that uh, that could just increase insecurity rather than improve security around the world. How should the U.S. be responding? The United States has, I think the, the G7 statement in some ways just, just released is, is it, it, it uh, lays out a good response, which is uh, we're, we're, uh, we want to uphold the, the current order uh, resting on the United Nations uh, principles that include uh, universal human rights. Uh, and we want to make sure that existing uh, multilateral organizations feature uh, prominently in the global security order, and and also the uh, the the U.S. is acting in 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 the G7 context and needs to do this in in every context multilaterally uh, approaching the world through multilateral multilateral fora. Uh, the global security initiative, as laid out by China in a position paper in February, really does uh, promote uh, what what uh, some people call sinocentric. Uh, multilaterals, that is groupings where China plays a leading role, which are not the the, the groupings that have existed uh, for decades and uh, have uh, undergirded the, the global security or order that we have today. Really important to have this conversation and follow along. Thank you so much. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.